0: Hey mamas! welcome to the Mom Chat Show where we talk all things motherhood and we keep it real, raw, and honest. And me and my new besties, we're ready to share it all with you. Yes, you heard right, all of it. The mistakes, the trial and errors, the ups, the downs, the emotional roller coasters, and the happy times too. So if you're ready to laugh, cry, learn, and just have a good time, then this is your podcast show. You're my people. Let's chat.
1: Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you?
0: I am doing well. I'm so glad that you're able to come on. So let's go ahead and hop into it. So thank you again for coming on to Mom Chat Show. I'm so excited to have you on here to hear your story. And honestly, just to allow my audience to get to know you and get to know what you do. So go ahead and introduce yourself and let me know how long you've been a mama.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am Megan Beams. I have two kids. My first one I had, he's uh he'll be 6 in a couple of weeks. And then my second, she's 4. So yeah, I love being a mama. <laughs> I remember when I was in my twenties, I had to like really make sure that I didn't just make babies a whole bunch. I had to, because I just wanted them so bad <laughs> and I'm really happy I did.
0: <laughs> I wanted babies early too. And it's, it's interesting how it works out when you finally do have it and you're like, oh my gosh, now I have my own little mini needs like running around. Yeah. The house. Yeah. It's amazing. Especially when they start having you know, little things that show like they're definitely your (laughs) mini-me's. So it just makes it more awesome. I agree. (laughs) I would love to know more about what you do and how you help mamas because that is like something that I think a lot of us need is that support system. Mm -hmm. And the thing that you do is amazing. (laughs) And honestly, if I would have had this early on, Oh I my goodness. It has been a total game changer. So
1: go ahead and hop into it. I know. Um, so I am a registered massage therapist and a craniosacral therapist. And so I help moms and babies who, you know, maybe they had kind of a troublesome birth or even a troublesome pregnancy really. And this can show up in a baby's body in different ways. It can show up in different symptoms that, you know, moms are like, they just have that gut feeling like this is probably not right. You know, I don't think a baby should be this way. And then when they go to their doctor, the doctor says, oh, it's a normal baby thing. They'll grow out of it. Right. Whereas with, with CST, we really just want to go through that baby's body Find the areas that could be tight because of their birth or because of the way they developed in that space um, in utero. And we release it, right? So a lot of people think that babies are just like made of jelly, <laughs> you know, and that they shouldn't feel tight in different ways, but but they do, they absolutely do. And if we discredit that, then We're not actually listening to the baby, you know, and the baby's trying to tell us something's going on with their spitting up constantly with the fact that they only want to turn their head to one side Um, with, let's say, you know, nursing isn't going well or nursing can't happen at all because they just won't latch. You know, that's not just a, sorry, poor you, Um, your baby's not a latcher. You know, it's like, no, they're trying to tell you that there's something going on. Um, So, yeah. So I, I provide that for families, but then I also teach because there just are not enough people in the world who did this. Right. So I started my own school.
0: Oh my gosh. That is amazing because I can honestly agree with so many parts of what you said. Yeah. Um, Like prime example with they're not latching. so they're not going to latch. I went through that with my daughter and it's so sad because a lot of doctors, they don't dig further into it. They just take it as, you know, what it is. And that is really like disheartening because we want to know what's going on. We know, obviously something is not right, but we're not a doctor. So we can't diagnose them and say, it's this, it's that, you know, and it actually be, listen to. That's the sad thing. So I love that you're giving the baby a voice and you're kind of like digging deeper into it versus just paying attention to the surface and just leaving it alone because that makes it so much
1: harder on moms. It does. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel hopeless. Mm -hmm. It makes you feel like you can't listen to your intuition, that your intuition is wrong because you have this gut feeling that, you know, something could be different. Something could be better. And then someone comes along and says, nope, sorry. Mm, No, they specifically don't have the answers. They weren't Mm -hmm. taught the answers. Um, They were taught other answers, which are great and work in their ways. But yeah, they're completely throwing away this side of moms where that intuition is telling them. What I love doing Mm -hmm. is asking a lot of questions for this mom to be like, well, what do you see every day? What's happening? What are the symptoms that they're presenting with? You know, I want to know all of these things because in that, there might be something that tells me what's going on, right? True. Yeah. So I like to play a little detective too.
0: Which is important because sometimes you just won't know if you
1: don't dig any deeper. So many things that I didn't know that were offered. I know. And you know, the really great thing is that we do have the internet now and there are a lot of new people who know this stuff and they're sharing this information. So it is becoming a lot more popular, I would say, and not even popular, but actually just being used, you know? So I've been doing this for four years now and I have seen the shift in that time, right? I've seen the shift of People coming into my office and being like, "Oh, I don't know what this is, but someone told me I should try it." <laughs> <laughs> what is this <laughs> woo woo witch stuff you're gonna do? And and now it's like, oh, it's body work. My baby needs body work because of this, right? It's and it's a shift from we do like voodoo to like a proper career, you know. And I'm really happy about that. <laughs>
0: I can understand that if it's something that we haven't heard frequently or something that is consistent or been around for decades, then it's almost like, what are we doing? I don't know if I want to do that. A lot of the new things that are coming out are so needed.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I completely understand because this is your precious being that you've just spent how much time and money and effort to bring this life forward. Right. And now you're putting them into someone else's hands. Like that's a big ask, you know, you're asking, you're asking (laughs) to trust somebody you've never met before with your baby. So I completely understand when people are hesitant, when people question me and ask me a hundred questions and I have every answer and all of the patience for that. Because I know how important this is for them. So that leads me to this question. What
0: led you on this journey?
1: Yeah. So I was a massage therapist to begin and I was really not enjoying it. It was never really something I wanted to do. And I can't believe I actually did all three years of school. So I'm in Canada and it, it takes about two and a half years to get through our college program. And I can't believe I finished it because I was like, oh, I don't even like this. So when I was out, you know, I was really trying to find something that was calling me. And so I had my first baby and I got into birth. I got into all of the books, all of the like birthy books. um, And I thought, okay, I'll be a doula, you know? And so I took the doula training and that was three months of training. And at the end of it, I thought, well, I don't want to be on call. (laughs) I have this four-month-old baby. I'm not going to leave him in the middle of the night. That's not the life I want to live. Um, But then for my doula training, they gave us this podcast to listen to. And I love podcasts. Um, They gave uh, this podcast to listen to. And I heard this woman talking about craniosacral for babies. And honestly, it was like the whole world just opened up for me. I knew exactly in that moment that that was what I needed to do. And I knew about craniosacral before I heard about it years before. And I really wanted to do it because I thought it sounded like witchcraft (laughs) and I wanted to be a witch. (laughs) Um, And I was like, oh my God, it's my chance. I can can finally (laughs) be a witch. My childhood dream come true. So yeah. So that's how I made the decision. And I'm the type of person that, Once I've made up my mind, there's no stopping me, you know? And so the woman who is talking about craniosacral, she was also a teacher and she had, and still continues to have a school in Portland, Oregon. And so every move I made was like, I'm going there. Right. So I was like making money, saving money, everything. I was like planning to go there. And then I got pregnant. <laughs> again. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I'll just stay home another year. Um, and be a massage therapist for another year. Um, but when I did finally go there, I brought my second baby, and she was three months old at the time. And I again don't know how I did that. <laughs> Such <laughs> intense training. I know. <laughs> I uh, crossed a border, flew across across the country, took Intense training with a three-month-old, but again, I made up my mind. I made the decision, and I just there was nothing that was going to stop me. Um, and I had already felt like I had wasted so much time, which I know I didn't. But anyway, so as soon as I took that training, I came home and I started right away. I knew that that this stuff is so profound that I couldn't waste a day because that would mean that many babies wouldn't be able to get this, um, treatment. So I just started right away.
0: Beautiful. So you Mm -hmm. are like, honestly, so passionate to the point you just were like, I can't, I can't not do it.
1: Exactly. I, there's nothing else in the world I would rather do. Yeah.
0: love. You can always tell like, what's your thing when that drive is so heavy to the point you just can't turn it off or ignore it. That is amazing.
1: Oh, oh there was no turning it off. No, <laughs> so I, the internet is an amazing thing, and so Instagram is also great. But I'm realizing that I have ADHD, <laughs> Um, yes. and so um, because of my ADHD, and I'm just going to I'm just going to self-diagnose here. I am hyper focused on this stuff, and I have never, ever been so passionate about anything. I've always been so like wish-washy and like, but this, because I love it so much, because I love it so much. I'm just like, I'm in it. I'm in it 150,000%.
0: Oh my goodness. You know, and I think that makes this, um, it's this quote that I heard that it was so accurate that. I'm going to summarize it, obviously.
1: but (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. We're not judging.
0: Pretty Pretty much when it sticks and it constantly comes in your head over and over and it becomes to the point where you can't stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. It's like reoccurring. That's usually when
1: you know this is it, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, So I'm really glad that I followed it because now I've treated over 500 babies.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh. I know. It's like
1: a whole village. <laughs> a it's a whole, whole village. House. I know. <laughs> it's it's a wonderful thing.
0: Yeah. I love it because like I said, it's something that for one as moms, I'm sure there's a lot of moms listening that have not heard of this before and most likely need it. So that also leads me to this. So when deciding that, okay, I'm hearing about this, but how do I know that I actually need it, that it's time for me to go to someone that specializes in what you do?
1: Yeah. So people ask that a lot. And I truly believe that even if your baby isn't showing anything specific, that there is no harm in seeking out Someone who does a little bit of like baby body work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's one side, right? So like I would just say if every baby deserves it, yeah. Um, and every baby can benefit. But when it comes to people who have that nagging feeling that something just isn't right, mm-hmm. I would then seek out body work, right? A lot of people think, well, I, I need to talk to my pediatrician, but your pediatrician was never taught bodywork, right? They don't know. So their answer is going to be, it's normal because that's what they think. So I would, I, I would say that there are a couple of things that nagging feeling that something just isn't right. Yeah. If a baby turns their head only to one side, or if you're like, oh, they only ever look this way. So silly, um, You know that that tells us that there's tightness in the other side, yeah, or tightness in the side that that they're looking to a, a colicky baby, right? One that just cries incessantly. They're trying to tell you that actually there's a part of their body that hurts, and um, and we can just like find it and release it, and they're a new baby, yeah, the same baby but new baby. Um, babies that spit up every day um babies that don't poop every day a lot of people are told oh they don't poop every day well if they're breastfed that's fine that's a normal thing no <laughs> it is not a normal thing a normal thing is for a baby to poop every day every day once or twice a day and if they aren't well then there's something that's slowing down the intestines and it's slowing down digestion so we you know, we don't want them to get um, constipated and then experience constipation for the rest of their lives. Right. It's not nice. That doesn't feel good. Um, So if we get it in infancy, then that's like a lifelong benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What are some other really big things? Babies that again, aren't latching. Right. And that's a, that's a right off the bat thing usually. Um, or within a couple of weeks, the baby's like slipping off or, or there's a lot of pain. Yeah. When you're nursing, there's, there's, that's definitely a sign that baby can definitely benefit from body work, um, and low milk production. So mm-hmm. a lot of people think that low milk production is their fault, right? Well, oh, my body just doesn't make enough milk. Well, actually the, the truth is your baby isn't latched properly. Even if someone's looking at it and being like, oh, that's a good latch. And if you have a low supply, you know, you've got, let's say you've got large breasts, you're, you're eating everything, not even large, like normal, medium size, small even, but um, you're eating all the things you're doing all the things. and And someone says you've got, you know, baby's got a great latch. Well, don't believe them because we have no idea what's actually going on inside their mouth. Yeah.
0: But someone who is
1: trained to feel what's going inside that mouth can know whether that tongue is actually effectively wrapping around the nipple and like pulling milk out. Yeah. And so as soon as that baby starts to actually pull milk out of the nipple, out of the breast and out of the, the ducts that breast is going to be like, oh, you need more milk. Oh, here you go. I'm going to produce more. Yeah. Low milk production is not your fault. Um, a hundred percent of the time could be like once, once in a while it might be, but you can, there's no harm in getting your baby checked out a few times. Yeah. I
0: love that because that one is definitely common. Super and common. a lot of the times we're like, oh, it's because I'm doing this. I need to take this. I have yeah. to do this right. And we're constantly beating ourselves up, trying to figure it out when exactly. we can just come to someone that does what you do. Wow. That is amazing. And it's just like, what?
1: It's crazy. <laughs> I know. It's the worst, best kept secret. It's the best, worst. Ke- I don't know. I don't know how that is. But like the fact that more people don't know about this is ludicrous you know, it should be illegal. It really <laughs> and, <could. laughs> you know, it should be. And, and so today I saw four babies and so two, I had not seen before. And then two, I had already seen. And they're the two, I had already seen. I've seen them like a couple of times and they're doing amazing, you know, and the other two, they're four months old and they're not thriving, you know, They're not doing great. They're having trouble with this. They're having trouble with that. So here's the thing. Some people are like, oh, well, is it just because they grew out of it? No, (laughs) no. The body work is amazing stuff. So, so these babies who are around four months old, I'm sure that within a week or two, their parents are going to see improvements that they didn't see before. Yeah. Because that they're going to grow out of it. Sure. They might get a little bit better, like, um, a little bit over time maybe, but not so incrementally so close together and so profoundly. Yeah. true.
0: Especially when you have somebody that's really working with you to help you pinpoint what is going on with your child. It makes a huge difference versus you trying to like do the guesswork and hope that things like gradually change when you don't know for sure. It's kind of
1: like a toss up in a sense, you yes, know? Exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. One of the babies today, I made a prediction for the mom. I knew by the end of the first session, like, oh, he showed me some really good releases and I knew there was going to be some good changes. And she had been on formula with this baby topping up with formula. And she was like, I just don't want to do formula anymore. Right. And I was like, no worries. In five days, you won't need formula. So I saw her today at seven days post the last treatment. And she was like, you nailed it. On the fifth day, we did not use formula because he's latching better and I'm making way more milk.
0: Right? Yes.
1: And that's like a confidence builder for the mom too, you know? That's it. That's it. So we pinpoint the issue and then we make life better. Oh my goodness. (laughs)
0: Especially for new moms, when you're in the beginning half and you're racking your brain, like, "Am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong?" and you're just constantly questioning everything. To have someone that you can go to that can help you understand your baby, understand what's going on with you, so that that connection isn't, you know, wonky. Because that sometimes can mess with that too. When you're already feeling not so secure in what you're doing, Mm -hmm. it can really start to mess with that too. So. You're strengthening all the things at one time, which is ugh, game changer. Like I told y'all in the beginning. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I would love to know for someone that is considering this journey, but they're not all the way there yet.
1: What advice that you give them? So I would say look into different providers. Yeah. Make sure you click and get to know the provider that you're going to go to. Um, You got to click with them because everyone has their own opinions, as everyone knows in the parenting world. And it's good to make sure you do your, a little bit of like back check on the providers, make sure that they deal, you know, with babies, Um, make sure that they, (sighs) make sure you can get, get to know them on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you don't like them on the internet, then you're not going to like them in session. Yeah? Yeah. Very true. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. And then definitely look at at reviews because people with Google reviews, you know, they're, those are real parents. Those are real stories, right? Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's a really great thing to base it off of. Because again, you really do want to trust this person and and feel like you know them and feel like your baby is in good hands and know that it's not like, you know, immediate, like for some providers, it does take a few sessions, like two, three, four sessions for your baby to see the best results. Um, But if a provider is like, oh, you're going to have to come back twice a week for for three months, um, I would say like that, that's a, that's a red flag to me. That sounds like a money grab. Um, and they want to see your baby for 15 minutes. Whereas like, I see a baby for about 70 minutes the first time, because I really want to know what's going on. If, if I'm with a baby for 15 minutes, sure. I might feel a few things and I might be able to change a few things, but I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm just going through a repertoire of things. I'm not pinpointing the one thing that's in this baby that's going on. Yeah. So so that's some good that's some good info that you should know. So um what other things um yeah again two or three sessions to see really great results. Um and I would say that if there is someone who is within a two hour drive of you, cause I know it's not always like accessible. It's not always down the street from you, but if there is someone who is a two hour drive and you're like, oh, I don't know if it's worth it. I would say it's worth it. It is worth the drive. Yeah. And then at the end of that session, book your follow-up, just book it right there because the follow-up, Your baby's going to be even better after that follow-up. Don't leave without planning your follow-up visit. Yeah. That's what I would say for sure.
0: I love that advice because the follow-up definitely is important. Especially if you're already on like the right track. Because when you take those long breaks, that's when things backtrack. It's not working. It's not this. And it's not that. It's that you weren't consistent enough to see the the finished product.
1: To go home and, and forget to, you know, to book and you're like, Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh. And then it's three weeks later and you're, yeah, you've regressed.
0: Yeah. yeah mommy brain is actually real too. Oh, it's so <laughs> real. It's the realest. Oh it's <laughs> definitely real. <laughs> so, I would love to know how could they find you if they want to connect with you and potentially work with you as well. How could
1: they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So where I actually just treat babies, Um, Is called My Baby CST. Very easy. And then, um, and that you can find me on Instagram and a little bit on Facebook, but we're mostly on Insta. And then um, for my school, if you actually want to learn craniosacral, I do have virtual classes and then also in person. Um, And that is uh, beamscst.com. And that is also my Instagram handle.
0: Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on here. You gave us so many great things to work with because I learned so much. So new to me too. And I love when I hear new things that I know definitely would make a huge difference, especially for new mamas. So I am so excited about you being on here. And I just appreciate you dropping all of your tips and your advice and your expertise.
1: Thank you so much for having me. That's
0: it, mamas. Thank you so much for spending a little time with me on the Mom Chat Show. And I would love to connect with you more. So to make sure of that, click that follow button and also follow us on Mom Chat Show on Instagram, where I will talk to you all again next week. Bye, mamas.